Let's go. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, hey, welcome to a brand new podcast. Root for ya. It's a brand new podcast uh, that I'm gonna be running. My name is Chester, and right beside me, I got Rachel and Tivia. So basically, uh, the name Root for Ya comes from like uh, we wanted to create a safe space, a podcast for people to express themselves. So whoever that comes up to the podcast uh, or like to be the guest here, basically, uh, in whatever you're doing, we're gonna be rooting for you. Okay, right. Uh, so obviously. This is the first episode. We are basically gonna kick start like this episode by talking about ourselves, and also uh, in here we have like two creative agency studio founders. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna talk about like what it is really to be like running a studio by yourself. All right. Okay. Uh, you guys can do a quick introductions about yourself first before I start asking questions. Hmm. Let's start off with uh, Rachel. Rachel, you can start first. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> okay, right, right here we got Rachel. Okay, uh, anyone without a vision? Okay, this is Rachel. Rachel, say something. Hi, I'm Rachel. This okay. is Rachel. Recognize my voice here. Mm, okay, and then uh, and on the hi. most right side we got Tivia. Okay. Uh, yeah, and actually we want to do like the introduction, like uh, what we did. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so okay, a bit of context okay. What what happened just now? We actually yeah. recorded first episode just now for an hour, but I actually forget to put in my uh, what's that SD card. So we're actually doing the second time, yeah. but then we're it's okay. <laughs> happens <laughs> yeah yeah shit happens yeah. That's like, okay this right. is the first episode so yeah. have so mercy on us like, we're right. gonna give you a lot of juicy contents and stuff like that but yeah. uh, we're not gonna be perfect for here so mm. yeah don't but worry the setup is perfect <laughs> love it so um, just a quick introduction about ourselves I am Rachel and um, I run an agency together with my partner here, Tivia. We have a Cloud Studios creative agency, and we also run a creative studio rental called Space. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure, like everybody uh, who is listening right here, uh, obviously we're gonna talk about like uh, entrepreneurships, people who does startup. So uh, if you're wondering how does the path look like, and how do you actually uh, get started? Basically, here's the podcast that you need to listen by. Lah. Okay. Okay, I'll ask the first question. Uh, obviously, to increase a little bit more context of like, uh, what are you guys doing? The first question will be, what do you guys sell? Like, what do you guys do for clouds, space and cloud studio? Uh, TV or like Rachel, you're, you're good to go. Anyone? Okay, I'll go with cloud space. Mm. So what are we selling here is actually also, same as this podcast, a safe space for creatives to create, you know. Uh, we prepare this space to cater with different type of uh, creators, uh, be it uh, influencers, be it uh, photographers, be it uh, production house. This is actually a very uh, safe and creative space for you guys to create any contents that uh, you wanted to. Yeah. Yep. And as for Cloud Studios, it's a creative agency. Like every other advertising agency, we... Um, connect brands with um, creative works. So whether brands want to advertise through, you know, social media, um, branding, design, live stream, or any basically any marketing um, activities. We even do on ground uh, events as well. Yeah. Okay. So to sum it up, basically, uh, any potential clients that you need a space, 
to do uh, any shootings or any creative, you can come up to them and actually rent this place. Or like any brands, if you want to do uh, mar marketing, like yes. mm, marketing, you can actually hook them up as well. They basically um, provide you the solutions. Okay. Yes, so I think that that's what that's what they do. Okay. So back to where we are. How is it really like to be a founders of like Creative Studios? So uh, first thing first off, a pretty standard questions. Uh, it's obviously how how did you guys like start it? And how how did you guys what 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 did you guys actually do to bring you to like uh, what you own today or like what you have today mm. in into the creative industry? Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty long story as well, kind of mm. short. <laughs> so I've been knowing uh, Rachel for about like uh, seven or eight years. Has been a long ways. So uh, we work very closely since it it everything's happens, you know. Mm. So I always know that I wanted to start something with her. And one fine day, two years ago, uh, during before the pandemic, actually that hit us. It's like, oh my god, this is the time. You know, we should really like start doing our own things. Mm. And hence, there comes Cloud Studios, and Cloud Space comes the words. Yep. Okay, so like it's it's entrepreneurship something in your mind all this long, or is it just like something that just pop pops out like out of nowhere along the way when you're actually working in the industry? Yeah, so like Tiva mentioned, we actually know each other for a long time since our first, almost like uh, since the first place we are working together, which is in an advertising firm. It's mm. a big 4A firm. And um, we have a lot of chemistry, I would say, from there. We kind of like, um, I love what she do. I feel like the things she do is great, her character and everything. And she's definitely somebody that I want to bring around if I ever start something. And okay. one thing for sure is like we both know very surely that we like to um, run things by ourselves. And okay. it's almost like, you know, we um, I don't want to put it in a way that I say like we don't want to work for others, but it's more like there are so many um, uh, ideas that we have that we would love to run it by, by ourselves, mm. which, which I call that like it could be entrepreneurial as well. Okay. Yeah. So I think like, a lot of people, uh, especially like young youngsters nowadays, most of the people actually wanted something for themselves. What do you think like that's like one thing that's like the hardest to go through? You know, like uh, they always say like uh, starting something is very hard, but uh, as, long, as soon as you get past that loop, then you'll be good for that. So what do you, what do you think like that's like one thing that's stopping you from doing it earlier or that people might encounter before I actually do a startup, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I would like to say that actually a lot of young people nowadays or, um, you know, at this age, there's so many creative, um, talented people that actually can do so many great things. But one thing for sure is like, when mm. you think of something for too long, it might look very scary to start. When exactly. Yeah, when you mm. think about it too long, you think about all the like, like mostly bad things you we don't really like automatically think of good things most of the time right so the longer you think about it the the more um scared you actually feel like doing but trust us is like once you start something already the hard part then is how to like maybe sustain it then it's not that hard to actually start a business um or a creative idea that you have so basically people should like literally just just go for it. If you're young, you should just go for it. If you're not too young, go for it too. With a lot of um, like, like maybe plannings, 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm, okay. Okay, again, I asked you this question so many times. I'm going to ask you here so I can actually document in like this podcast so like people can listen to it because I felt like it's still a really good question after all. Like, Is being creative a talent or something that you can actually work hard on? Like I asked them a multiple times before, <laughs> like even before this podcast. But also I felt like um that's one of the questions that most of the people would love to listen to, especially... uh. To 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 normal people, we felt like creative is something that is like different from what we can do. At least to me, okay, yeah. Well, what what is it like? Is it a born gift or like it's something that you can work hard on? Yeah, um, it's not a born gift, but I think everyone actually born with creativity. Uh, like I mentioned many times to Chester. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So because creative, I think like actually in daily life, whatever we do, uh, if it involve around like creativity bit like you know not only like what you mentioned just now earlier about like oh you mean like oh you can draw you can do arts it's so creative i can never do that but actually this is just one part one small part of being create what does creative means i mean like in daily like problem solving it also involves a lot of creativities be it like cleanings be it like even though you're you know your pump, your kitchen is stuck then you have to think of ways to actually unclock it this is also involving around creativities yeah. Okay. Right. I also mentioned a lot of times like, you know, Chester, you're creative. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you guys haven't seen his IG stories. It's actually pretty fun to watch. <laughs> oh, my IG plug is Lubber Benz. And he won't allow followings, you know. And it's private. Yeah, and it's private. It's not going to be private soon, maybe. Wasted accounts. Okay. So, obviously, when you guys like run business studios or like a business, lah. You actually face a lot of like clients and like there's like a lot of people that you actually need to deal with. What are the clients that you don't want to work with and why? Wow, this is a dangerous question. Mm. Yeah, it's a trap. Mm. It's, it's a trap. A trap. It's a trap. <laughs> no, we just gotta hashtag stay real guys. <laughs> right. I will share like the kind of clients that we have dealt with. Um mm. there's actually a lot of stories when it comes to clients, um the number of clients that we handle. Um, there's a lot of clients that in the end turn friends like, into important friendship, you know who you are, because of, um, I think, you know, work is work, right? But throughout, throughout work, you can actually know a person long enough, uh, then you know a person's, mm. uh, the vibes, the, create, uh, the character and whatnot. So a lot of clients actually turn into friends, uh, beautiful friendship. There's also difficult clients, I wouldn't be like all rainbows over here, to be frank, there are mm. difficult clients. But I always believe that, um, you know, everybody can be managed. Yeah. So how difficult it is, it really depends whether you want to. You can say no, we can say no and don't want to take that project. But um, a lot of time, I think we really took it up as a challenge. Just recently, um, there's also some projects. um, I wouldn't say all the projects are all rainbow. There's always challenge to it. Yeah. But every time after we finish like one project or we you know, get through, um, uh, there's a sense of achievement when mm. you get to handle a difficult client and make it your friend. I think that is uh, something that we always try to achieve. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that's nice. Wait, I had a Polit- question. I, I, I want, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So as like people that's like looking towards, I mean like uh, forwards to look for, for you to do to provide a solution for it, 
what is like the red, uh, the red flag to be asking you? For examples, if I come to you and I'll be like, uh, what are your weights? Straight up. Does, does that actually really trigger like creative person or like it's, it's normal? Because uh, to me, a lot, a lot of like the artists out there, right? Uh, there's a saying like people don't actually like to be asked for rates before going through things and stuff like that. But uh, to a business, you know, straight up, like I wanted to know what's my cost like before I actually go down to business with you. Uh, what's your take on that? Mm. I think it's fair for brands to ask what's our rate because mm. at the end of the day, we are a creative agency. Um, not so much like, and um, I understand where you're coming from. Maybe yep. like for a creative artist or what, like people value their work. You uh, people won't try to like, um, uh, you know, like uh, lowball them. But for us uh, as a creative agency, you know, um, mm. there is a rate card, a standard rate card. Um, there is a process that uh, goes on. Like it's okay to ask. So for it's our definitely okay to request for your rates cards. Yes, definitely. To be upfront. La. Correct. But mm. most of the time, um, not every project are measured by, you know, the same, um, you know, metrics. So mm. a lot of time I will say like, hey, why not let's discuss what you want first. A lot of things can be customized. Um, our rates are flexible. Yeah. So there's no one rate for all. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oh, and also I forgot to ask. Uh, obviously, when it comes to partnerships, right, both of you guys are like the co-founders of like Clouds. So, um, who's working on like what? Do you guys have like a sp uh, a specific set of like tasks to be done? Uh, in perspect of your role, or like do you guys do the same things or like similar things? Yeah. Yeah, actually we have a uh, specific roles here, but okay, sometimes, occasionally, sometimes there will be overlapping, but we definitely have our core uh, specs uh, mm. we handle. Uh. So for me, myself is uh, more on the creative side, including uh, recruitments, as well as, you know, the ideation works and stuff, but all this is slightly overlapping sometimes. For Rachel, she's more on the operational as well as finances. Yeah. I'm more on the boring mm. stuff. <laughs> no, not boring. Yeah, I yeah, mean, the, like there's some important, the, the yeah. important, the lady boss, the lady job boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I call her the Mr. Crab, Crab of Club. What's yeah. that? What's with Mr. Crab from SpongeBob? Okay, and he does. <laughs> and he loves money. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm the one who's always with the calculator. So yeah, she's keeping our accounts safe mm. and our business running smoothly. And Tivia is keeping the business running with a lot of creativity. So equally important, I would say that we have the same goals and vision. Mm. Very, of course, similar goals where we want to go. You know, the road that we want to take. But uh, at the same time, we have different roles, so we complement each other. Yeah. So, so say like people who wanted to do startups, right? So, do you guys reckon, like, would you actually recommend like you guys when okay when the youngsters wanted to do startup, right? They should find people that have like different skill set to complement themselves, rather than uh, getting the similar people to be inside the group. I think uh, having people mm. who have different skill sets is, the, I think I would recommend that. But of course, you have to have the same energy, you know. You can't be totally like different. Then your values is different. I think it's a bit hard to run something together. Yes, mm. exactly. So the core, core values in like partnerships, what are, what are the few core values? Like in terms of partnerships, what do you guys say? Um, not just partnership, actually, even in the, around the people you work with, whether you are 
even if you're not running a business, you're in a, you know, working in a team, I think it's very important um, to know that if the person is reliable, that person, I mean, you know, is trusted and mm. reliable, that is so important because a reliable and um, trustworthy person would do what they have to do with passion and with a lot of energy, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's okay. uh, probably the most important. Okay. And also following questions will be, what are the questions that you actually hope the society to ask you? Like questions that is like not asked enough. So I'm basically giving you guys an opportunity to ask yourself a questions <laughs> to show it to like who, uh, anyone who's listening to it. Yeah. Like what's that? That's like one thing that you want to ask yourself or like about for the you business, to, yeah. Mm, about the business itself mm. for you to expose people as a business owners lah. Mm. Right, okay. Um, I think I'll talk about cloud space. Mm, can? Yeah, it's a pretty um, fun, bubbly um, side of uh, the work. Um, cloud space is actually a creative studio rental. And this whole space that uh, even this podcast is recorded in cloud space. Yep. Right? Yeah, and I would love to, you know, when people ask like, um, hey, where do you source this thing? How does this come to, you know, life? Like, oh my God, when everyone come in and like, wow, wow, that really like hype us up because mm -hmm. we know how much we put in, like how much blood, sweat, hours we put in to even build like um, small parts of uh, the colors, the choices of the colors, the materials and whatnot. I think it's pretty interesting to have people ask us about. Yeah. Okay, so like you wish people would appreciate your works. Definitely, like literal, literal work that can be seen and touched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Tivia? Very good answer, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Same, right? Yes. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would want people to ask uh, us more about you know, um, what's the yearly rent of cloud space? Oh really? Uh, actually, so you know yearly mm. and then subscription. subscription for your space. Oh, uh, we would like oh, to. Oh, yearly rent about your space. I thought uh, you wanted people ask you about oh, yeah. your cost. <laughs> <laughs> so how much do you rent? It's like okay, per year, okay. so they wouldn't rent for a year. Okay. We do have that package. For we have you. we have a package. Right. Okay. Yeah, you just you just reminded me of uh, something that I would like people to ask as well, mm -hmm. especially creatives. So I think you know what, like since this place is a space to create, right? We are always open for collaboration. Whatever that you can think of, like. Like, hey, uh, cloud space, why not we run like a bazaar here, like an event uh, over here or like a exhibition or some, if you're an artist up, up and coming, you want to display your work, all this kind of collaboration, you know, like we are open to actually talk about it. We love this kind of question. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's always something new la, for you to guys to carry out together while you guys having the space. So yeah, anyone who is interested, you guys can actually go to their Instagram. What's the Instagram again? Sorry. At cloud.space. Mm -hmm. I repeat, at cloud.space. K-L-O-U-D dot S-P-A-C-E. Okay. <laughs> There's no music in. <laughs> Some sound effect. Um, what's my... What's my... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a clap. <laughs> wow, that's very long clap. Wow, that's an abrupt stop. <laughs> okay. Right. Mm, the following questions are how important it's for the current modern 
a business owner to know how to use social media? Can I still start up a business if I'm not very familiar with social media? Definitely do. I think nowadays they make things so easy. Easily mm. you can start up a social media to run a business. And I think it's very important still mm. as uh, my, I myself actually when I look up into something be it like restaurant or space to space when I'm overseas, I'll surely go onto Instagram first. First okay. thing first to actually look it up. Uh, the post, the tag photos, you know, the location tag as well is always done on either Google or Instagram first. So I think it's really important to actually for businesses to own a social media platform. So can I still start up a business if I am not very good at these things? Definitely. definitely. Yes, it's mm-hmm. very easy to access or if not, you just if you find it, it hard, you can always talk to us. Oh, yeah, at yeah. cloud.studios <laughs> at k-l-o-u-d.s-t-u-d-i-o-s <laughs> Literally, every questions are plugging in, man. <laughs> Plug in. Thanks, thanks, Chester. <laughs> okay, again, um, as a business owner, we don't have the directions as like how we used to have uh, while we are working for like corporates or like for people. So how do you like constantly uh, able to catch up with like what you actually need to do? Because like nowadays, like, okay, when people do startups, like you got all the, you got all the freedoms, you got everything, you can do it whatever time you want, flexi hours and all the things like that. So how do you actually like keep up with having no directions, but still progressing, uh, pro- progressing, sorry. Progressing. Yeah. Progressing, yeah. <laughs> I think good question. Mm. So for people who are, you know, working with bosses, there is a set of system for you to follow. I think it's pretty straightforward. You just need to be hardworking. You need to get to work on time. Even if you don't, um, you know, maybe there is uh, consequences, but life still goes on. But for business owners, we can't risk that because at the end of the day, the business performance, which aka money, um, that's feeding you is the performance, right? It it really reflects on um, like what you do day to day. So I think um, as business owners, it's so important to be disciplined. Mm, okay, that discipline. is number one. Discipline. So when you are disciplined, you will you won't be like, oh, I don't feel like going to work today. I'll just stay on bed. Things mm. like that, right? You'll find a balance, of course. Um, over here, it's not like an army camp. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't come here like 8, go home like 10. Okay, we don't condone that. Not an army camp. Mm-hmm. But really a balance. And also trust what you're doing. It's very important to have a very positive partner. Okay, so we hype each other up. We get, um, you know, uh, persevere together to uh, reach the goal that we want to. Yeah. Okay, interesting. You don't look so interested. <laughs> yeah, Chester, work on your facial work expression. On, work on your facial ex- expression. Uh, guys, it's actually our first time recording again. Uh, we're yeah. not very good with facial expression. <laughs> so obviously, I'm not from this industry. So, okay, <laughs> bear with me. Uh, bear with me. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Again, how do you stay relevant? Relevant in terms of like your business. Okay, not, not personal. We are talking about business relevance. So how do you actually, uh, you know, like how, especially like fast moving pace right now, uh, the, the booming of like social medias and things like that, it just got replaced very quickly. Uh, like, especially in your industry, creative industry, you got to be fast moving. How do your brands like stay afloat, afloat on, on top of it uh, in the middle of like so many other studios and things like that? Mm. Right, I think... Um 
like I mentioned um, earlier and a lot of times with uh, Tivia as well, because uh, we know we know who are out there that is uh, that is similar, like doing similar things with us. There are a lot, um, uh, so-called uh, a lot of competitors um, in terms of like studio or even uh, creative agency, social media agency itself. Um, we ourselves actually we know that what we are good at. Of okay. course, we are definitely competitive. Mm. Yes, there is a pressure that comes with the competitiveness. But at the same time, we always remind each other that, you know, every time we get competitive, we are like, mm. collab, not compete. <laughs> collab, <laughs> not compete. Okay. Yeah, because there is so much. We realize that if we just, you know, like, there's no good comes from, like, negative competing, right? Mm -hmm. So hence, that's why this space is also called space to create. We love creatives, whether you're doing the same thing as us, you take photos too, you run social media accounts too. We love to know this kind of like creatives and collaboration. There are so many things, bigger things that um, can be done through collaboration. So collab, not compete. So to talk about on that as yeah. well, um, mm. very relevant to whatever we are doing right now. We love collab, collabing with, you know, like young, young girl. Youngsters. Yeah. Yeah, I would say a younger creatives. Mm. They always spark us with a lot of like, you know, surprises. Yes. Good surprises. So yeah, young creatives come. Like young bloods. La. Young bloods, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys are very creative. You gotta like yeah. trust your own. Just reach out. Yeah, just reach out. Yeah, just reach out, reach to, out to, us. to Fifth Daughter at Cloud mm. Studios, Cloud Space, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> stop yeah. it, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. On the post, I put a lot of our, you know, there will be a ticker down there, <laughs> full of our text and what we do. <laughs> non -stop, we'll keep non-stop looping. <laughs> Even covering your subtitle is not really important. Yeah. It's our, <laughs> yeah, it's our handle. That's how. That's how we are so like competitive, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. We are competing yeah. with our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're competing with our podcast. Uh. <laughs> Here comes uh, another very real question. I think uh, anyone who wanted to be in the journey of like entrepreneurships would, would actually want to listen to this. How much money do we actually need to own um, a creative agency? Or like, um, how much money would you recommend people to have it before starting up a very own, own stuff? Mm. What, what's your take on that? I'll leave it to Mr. Crab to answer this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but Rachel. To me, Mr. <laughs> to me, actually, we sort of like boot, bootstrap this whole thing. Yeah. So put put what? Bootstrapped. Bootstrap. Okay. Bootstrap. So um, to answer your question, it's actually a very broad, like question. Mm. It really depends on your industry. Of course, if your business doesn't require a brick and mortar, it's not an FMB. You don't need a restaurant. You don't need like so much of like you know kitchen stuff, chef, whatever. FMB is a very good example. Yep, yep. F and B definitely more, um, you know, capital. Um, but I also saw like you know, MCO is a good time for us to see like so many small businesses that that arises. You just need like basically Instagram is your shop front, yeah, for things that maybe you can start doing. You have some idea like baking or uh, selling your art, or um, or you just want to manage uh, some small brands like photography is a good example. All this doesn't need a big capital. Yeah, so it's all like you have an idea, you have a plan, at least like a two to three years plan will be great. Even though you don't go according to plan, but you have the plan, it's great also. Yeah, so money, don't worry about 
money yet because um, there is always a lot of solution. Mm-hmm. There are investors if your idea is great. Okay. Okay. They are there's bank right bank loans. Okay. Of course, I wouldn't say like just without idea you just borrow mm-hmm. bank loan and everything, but I feel like after we start up uh, this thing, we mm-hmm. feel that actually money can be. The least uh, can be worked on. Mm-hmm, so, like mm-hmm. Tivia mentioned, we actually bootstrap this uh, uh, the whole journey. I think we took about um, it for since started uh, Cloud Studios officially until now. It's about two years, mm-hmm. one year past two years. Yeah, I would say that we um, bootstrap through the revenues that we earn from um, running projects. So we started small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay to take your time and start small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, if you have. A lot of investors, your mom, your dad, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your auntie, uncle. There's a lot of people want to contribute. Sure, just make use of the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the youngsters that want to start at anything, you can just go for Chester. Chester, ha- Chester is a daddy uh, Chester. Daddy <laughs> Chester. <laughs> Investor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, what's my next question? Actually, when you are talking, then I had another question. Never mind, you can go to the next question. No, I just got blank already. Because we're we're, we're talking about money, right? Oh, yeah. We're talking about money. Mm. Oh my god. I, I got a I got a blank already. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> talk about yeah. <coughs> okay, okay, pause. Okay, let's talk about um anxiety. Oh no 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 no! Actually, I I I remember my questions already. Okay, so you say like you have been running like clouds for like two years already, yeah. So, uh, what is it like to run a company for like two years, and then, uh, is there any time where you feel like super stagnant? Because uh, you know, again, when you started up a business, you can just go. Uh, you got very hyped up. And then uh, you got all the ideas because it's it's always your first time doing it. Then you're putting a lot of efforts and things like that. But then uh, when you after you've gone through for a bit, then um, it's like, oh, I already gave in quite a lot of stuff already. And I don't exactly have that much to put in anymore, like the inputs and stuff like that. That's where you be at the stagnant. How do you guys like actually deal with that? Yeah. Because okay, um, to me, SCOBY is actually approaching like two years. So I, I felt like uh that's like more or less like this sort of like energy is actually coming in where I'm trying to figure out like how to uh handle like this this sort of like uh energy. Yeah. Okay. I'm so just curious. Yep. Yep. <laughs> For Chloe is actually I would say we're still babies. So uh, there's a lot of exciting things. Two years is still a baby. To us, yes. Mm-hmm. To it's us, always la. fresh. It's always That's <laughs> and so also nice. like cloud, cloud, see, and also see, entrepreneurship's own. <laughs> wait, like you, wait. you have these sort of energies, uh. Yeah. Okay, okay. And also, cloud space come along uh, afterwards for quite some some times already. Uh, we I think we very not really having any stagnance for mm. now. For now, okay. But yeah, as yeah. a creative, my side, uh, I do. I do okay. sometimes it will be like creative blogs, uh quite frequent actually. While there's things happening so fast, uh for me it actually quite sucks some some days uh, mm. while running this uh cloud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think personal stagnant is quite common because um I'm sure not just creatives like you guys 
whatever that you do, right? There will be time where you feel like, um, am I doing it like, am I progressing? Progressing, right? Yeah. But um, for creatives, very, very direct, right? Like, even though I'm not uh, a designer, okay, but um, whenever I feel like lack of inspiration, I think we, we try and like, you know, talk it out together, like send each other. We have a group actually that we spam okay. each other like ideas, inspiration, almost on daily basis. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's part of like how we actually try to keep afresh. Um, but on business perspective, um, definitely I feel the level of stagnant um, is directly proportional with like your expectation. Okay. So, so that's where. So the more you expect, the probably the more you expect, and mm. when you can't reach it, you feel like you are stagnant, right? But I feel like um, not trying to say like uh, lower mm. your expectation, but there is a, a way to like s- sort of balance the expectation mm. and how you are the rate of your progress. Yeah, right. to actually judge whether are you really stagnant. I feel like you can talk to your friends. A lot mm. of people think think of ourselves mm. uh, more greater than we actually think of ourselves. Yeah, that's so, so, so that's to, that. To, yeah. to add on on that, right, because I used to work as a barista back in Sydney, right? Mm. So uh, what progression looks like to me is that something that I can actually handle. If I actually wake up and go to finish up the shift that I was given by, then I am actually progressing. But then when it comes to like uh, running our own stuff or like starting our own cafe, or like uh, entrepreneurships, mm-hmm. it's hardly able to like measure what what exactly is the progression other than the sales. Okay, uh, I think that's one thing that people right. need to figure out like how to actually actually deal with that. Because yeah. like if you are working for somebody else, basically you're given a task, you finish the task, you're actually progressing. You are you are still learning yep. learning on top of that, yeah. and yeah, that that's one thing I wanted to add on to that. And that brings me to like, you know, actually um, setting KPI. I know this sounds really dry, but um, you know, your life goals, your your KPI of your business is actually how you measure like whether you are really progressing or not. It could be like, oh, if I'm, um, you know, uh, one day or in a week, I have like how many numbers of customer mm. into my cafe at that neighborhood compared to all other cafe in that neighborhood, for example. Mm-hmm. Or it could be as creative as you discuss with your partner, like, hey, you know, um, what kind of milestone you want to achieve okay. to actually check it off? Mm. I know this are like really tedious. You really need to sit down, you know, have an AGM to actually have all these check boxes out. But mm. once you have that, you actually, whenever you feel stagnant, you just look at that. Hey, three months ago, I checked out three okay. things, you know, and mm-hmm. you feel like literal progressing. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what uh, also helps. Yeah. What's your What's your perspective on like short terms and long term goals? Okay, I'll, I'll start off because to me, I felt like. Most of the times, I don't exactly have like a long term goals because I felt like it's something that's like very distant away, mm-hmm. and uh, it it don't usually happens uh, according to the plan. So I think like short term plans is something that I actually always uh, look into. Same goes like uh, starting up a cafe. It's never in my plan to own a cafe at the age of twenty five. Uh, it's just something that comes along through what I was just doing. So like like what's your take on like short term and long term goals? Well, um I have I think we have been into a, a workshop before that talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's called uh, some 
workshop uh, that teaches how to plan things and organize time. And one of the uh, you know the thing that uh, the the instructor talk about is actually goals. It's important to have short term goals and long term goals. Mm. Both they are different in nature. So short term goals are more like achievable. In like let's say in a two three months time, it could be like you know maybe I want to like lose two kg, personal lah, two kg okay. fats or whatever. Um, long term goal is more like um, like you say is distant, okay? Mm. But it has to stay that way because your short term goal are gonna help you to reach your long term goal. So long term goal could be things like um, maybe in the next, uh, for example, uh, mm. next uh, after this year. I will have uh, extra two Scoby uh, cafe in um, where you know it could mm. be in Penang and then one in uh, Malacca, for example. That okay. is long term. Okay. Okay. Then short term is really like quarterly. Could be very little little thing. It could be like um, having like uh, more bonding time with your teammates uh, every quarter or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Tiba, you have anything to add on for the audience? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a good person with you know setting goals. Uh, I agree with what uh, Chester mentioned. I can totally relate uh, about the long term goals. Mm. So what works for me, I'll always do short term goals. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Like what S- Rachel mentioned just now, I think it's really good questions. Uh, it's very good answers. Uh, the short term goals is where it builds up to you know achieve your long term goals because all this while my goals is always set super high that you know it's not achievable <laughs> you know uh, okay and and I'm also, I'm also a very easy to get bored person you know so when setting long term goals to me when it doesn't achieve in like you know a week or maybe two weeks yeah mm. that's me then I will get boring about it and I will feel like oh my god that's not achievable to me so uh, after that workshop, actually, I plan more shorter goal for myself. You know, okay. yeah. So yeah. it it does works for a bit. I'm still learning on that actually. Mm-hmm. Setting up yeah. small goals and achieve it, and then you plan to, you know, okay. Next goals. I think having goals than not having goals, is good enough. Like having goals is great. Right. Yeah. Right. A- any sort of goals are still any goals. Any sort of goals. Right. Correct. Goals in life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. For my next question, uh, it's going to be a little bit more personal because I felt like that's what I'm actually feeling. And perhaps like to the people at my age, uh, 25, you might feel it too. Because, okay, we are, okay, uh, at the age of 25, we are the people who actually got out from unis and then uh, we have been working for like a few years. Okay, we have been working for a few years. So like people uh, that right now in corporate might be the senior executive already. And then there's like people who do uh, their own things might be excel, excelling their own things. Lah, okay. So again, when we come to an age at like 25, right, I felt like things get like bought really easily. Because, okay, you guys are like a slightly more experienced than me. So like, how, how, what, what do you guys like say on like getting bought on like your work nature? Because mm. I have friends that actually, uh, he, uh, she works in corporate. And then she get paid really well. It's about like seven, seven five. I Ooh. think it's pretty goddamn decent at How the age of twenty five. Yeah, it's pretty pretty decent at the age of twenty five. That's why I felt like being in corporate. It's sometimes it's not too bad, lah. You know, there's like really uh, a decent stability. I would say, mm-hmm. as compared to people who actually do uh, business yourself, because uh, ours is really we are on the edge of the track every day. Like basically, what. What how how the business goes basically defines like how much we are getting paid la, the the stability we are not getting. Yes. So, 
uh, oh yeah, okay, back to my question is that how do you guys like deal with like boredness? Like we literally get bored because we've been in the industry for quite some time already. But also, um, we are not saying like the job is not good or like we are not getting paid well. But it's just how people can work for a job for like 10, 15 years. Mm. I'm asking uh, uh, for, for, for the audience, uh, for people who's listening, right? Mm. We don't get bored. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> right. Actually, yeah, we do. Okay, I totally re- can relate these uh, questions. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes, I think getting bought into something that I always is always my biggest uh, fear. When I mm. get bought, I think creativity will be stuck. So, like Rachel mentioned, we do have a lot of like small little activities that keep ourselves, you know, pumped including the mm. close group that we spam every day. And I think going out, you know, to actually do things will also help with, you know, killing this boredness. Be it like, mm-hmm. you know, you just follow your moms to the supermarkets or you can follow your dads to, you know, fishing or, you know. Okay. <laughs> There's always things that will, you know, like unlock it, your blocks, you know. There will you always see something, uh. talk to some peoples. I love talking to old peoples, by the way, you know. There's okay, a lot okay. of like infos and a lot of like insights gaining from them, you know. Oh, I agree. Talk to people, go outside, see some things. Don't always stay at the same house, your same workspace set up. You, you won't get past it. Mm. I think um, if we put it in another perspective, if you are a person who gets bored easily, it's not entirely a bad thing. It means that you are you have a lot of energy, right? That you just need to find where you can, you know, like what else you can do with that energy. Actually. Oh wow, that's actually eye opening. Oh, yeah, because like um, I agree. I'm sure like even me myself, I get bored easily, which Correct. is very scary. Yes, because mm. when I want to do something, when I get bored, that means fun to a fair, right? Correct. Yeah, mm. but uh, I think you need to really liao you need to understand yourself. Mm. Like, hey, why do you always get bored at little little things? Is it because you lack discipline, or it's not? Maybe it's you have a lot of ideas. You just need a. Uh, an outlet to do something. Right? Oh, okay, okay. So that is also partly how the cloud space is born, right? Like um, there is things that we're running the agency day to day, and we're like, hey, there is something missing. We have so much energy. We still have like so many things we want to do, and this space is so pretty. And let's do mm-hmm. it. And it's like great. Okay. Things like that. I think you just need to like find where to like what Tima mentioned. Go do your hobby. Maybe you'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Right, actually, I have an answer for that. But I just want to ask you guys. You know, to me, I felt like it's that... I think, like, all jobs are boring. Like, regardless, like, what jobs you are doing, you 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 reach a point where you feel like it's bored. Uh, I guess, like, it's just that I think everyone needs to strive for balance. So, like, having a job, it's to secure you having something to feed yourself. And then, like, when it's your day off, that's where you actually go and figure out, like, life. I think that's how I handle like the bonus. Because to be fair, I'm actually in FMB for um quite quite some time. I would say like maybe three or four years, uh, doing full time something like that. So a lot of time, like people will be like, "Oh, I'm actually at the ceiling point already." You know, I'm I'm learning all I can learn in this FMB industry and things like that already. Uh, but I'm I'm still here doing it like daily. But it's just that sometimes I find like that. Uh, when you hit the ceiling point, then you are the one who is responsible for yourself to go and figure out like what you actually wanted to do. Uh. Yes, That's correct. why I got a podcast here, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> 
uh, that, that ceiling point mm. is actually the time where another door is going to open. It's actually a start yeah. of something new. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like breaking yeah. breaking through lah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Another interesting questions. Uh, I'm just going freestyle. I don't even know like what I'm asking anymore. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, this question it's for because you guys are the boss, right? Okay. Uh, having the perspective that like to be your employees, right? Do you reckon like people nowadays like should stay loyal to a company or they should uh, hop around to at once in their career path? What's your what's your vision on the 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 whole scene? It's uh, yeah, it's doing now. Yeah, very interesting question because um, this is something we we can relate as well. So really doing this um like uh, this space to create, we work with we work closely with a lot of uh, young creatives, and also partly um the concept, the way we run things in Club mm. Studios is based on collaboration, meaning um you know like w- whenever there is a project that we feel like hey this this maybe this creative or this illustrator this three D three D artist mm. suits this job, we will get in touch with them. Okay, so. What I'm trying to say is um, we know that nowadays a lot of talented young individuals, they are working for themselves. They are not tied to a company. They are either, you know, uh, what do you call this, like independent, um, uh, com- like independent, uh, uh, what do you call this, like organization mm. that we can work with. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's pretty okay to, to, to not stay in a company for a long time. Um, but then this is a, an ongoing debate. Mm. Of course, loyalty, I'm not saying like, whoa, you just like get bored and jump, get bored and jump. There are mm. certain places that you can learn a lot from. You just need to be smart enough to know when to stay and when to leave. There are some places that like, they're so toxic that doesn't stimulate your creativity, then don't waste your time and leave. Yeah, of course, with mm. justification, like you want, maybe you want to hop around, but then if there's enough justification, you answer to yourself, hey, why I want to hop around? Yeah, yeah. They, it's then, pretty, that it's really subjective. Then, yeah, so like this, this question is really subjective. Yeah. Okay. And it depends on industry also, because I know like my friends who are really in there, like architecture or certain mm. um, industry, you have to be there long enough to um, achieve certain um acknowledgement so mm-hmm. of course i wouldn't say like oh you just jump around and not complete the architecture project <laughs> right yeah yep. yep i see okay okay i think that's that's all i want to ask and oh uh any questions from the audience you can actually comment down below to ask these can we ask you questions fa- now yeah yeah <laughs> okay okay you guys can ask me questions sweet let's go Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna ask some um, uh, a Scoby related question first. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah. to <laughs> a bit a bit of like context yeah. la, for people who's listening right here, uh, Scoby is actually a cafe that I was founded in uh, a year ago. It's uh, what what now it's what uh, October. Yeah. No no no, no it's only September. Yes, it's think, okay. So it's a year and eight months la, Basically, I started on like 2021 January. So it's a cafe. Uh, I I'm currently running on. Yeah, so that's a bit of context, and it's called Scooby. Okay. And it's a very successful cafe with full house almost every day. It's pet friendly, <laughs> Scooby space, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so the the plug for Instagram. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a plug. <laughs> yeah. One question that I would like to ask actually is mm. um because I saw that Chester, you know, uh, I'm very impressed at your age that you have uh, an F and B and you run things. 
um, with your partners by yourself and all of the people there as in like the team members are very young and like like you know every time we heard of young team members our eyes are bright because mm-hmm. i'm always very impressed with how like you know um the culture like mm-hmm. when you guys work together it feels like family it feels like i've been to your your cafe mm-hmm. a few times and i saw like peak hours how they just do things together to make things work, make food like arrive on the customer's table. That is pretty impressive. I love the culture. And during their mm-hmm. off time, because I follow your Instagram, right? I saw your stories are so happening during off days. You guys go out as a team, like best friends to right, go right. Uh, like waterfall um, mm-hmm. and, and do activities together. I love how you actually pull everyone together. And I, w- yeah, I want to okay. know like how, how you maintain that culture. Okay. Like to be honest, right? Personally, I think like um, getting everyone together. Actually, I think like a workplace is a workplace. It's not gonna be like like a family. Personally, I I believe that. Uh, we only can get that close because like uh, everyone sits at doing their job at the best lah. I think when you have the capability and then you get your works done, then you know as soon as you get your works done, right? So say like say like you have like this task right here, and then you finish by that day itself. So as soon as you finish that task itself, then then basically you have the uh you have the space there. So that's where I think where people can actually get closer to each other because like we are all good at our work. So say like if you are delegated to uh to 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 mix our dough, okay, and then you couldn't actually complete it, then you wouldn't have the free time to get close to each other. So I would I wouldn't sugarcoat, but uh, definitely, I would love the space to have a culture where the workplace is like a family kind of thing. But then I think it's not realistic in 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 the workforce because not everybody have the same mindset where work is still work. yeah, work is still work. So people might take uh, advantage of of it like just because like we are so close. Then uh, you maybe you get to slack and things like that. So I think uh, to a certain level is that I try to cultivate the culture where okay, we can get very close. But also, uh, we need to be uh, top-notch on like what we are actually doing. La. And also, like to be able to cultivate the culture, it's that I believe that the bosses is supposed to be in the workforce with the teams. So definitely, like you can understand like what they are going through daily. So uh, you get to put yourself inside their shoes yourself. La. So from there, uh, understanding goes up and then you guys get closer. Because there's a lot of like... Uh, like franchise, say like you go franchise, you never get to see the boss if you work in um any any of the franchise like okay. So cause you you never get to reach to the bosses. So uh obviously if you never get to express yourself like straight up to the boss and stuff like that, like you wouldn't cultivate a culture where it get close. Okay. Mm. But also I felt like the nature of business is like uh the, the nature of like workforce it's supposed to be like that. But it's a bonus if you get to have like a family kinda uh, culture, la, I would say. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why I answer my questions. Are you a good boss? Are you strict? Uh, to be fair... Mm. Would, would your um, team members who are watching right now think mm. you're a good boss? <laughs> to be fair... Uh, what do you think? I, I, I don't exactly know how do I actually define a good boss. Uh. To be fair, I felt like being like being the real boss, right? Um, you're supposed to be very strict and you're supposed to be... Uh, certain things that shouldn't be discussed with your teammates and stuff like that but uh, to me because I I come from where there is actually I, I come from a background where I used to be in FMB as well so I kind of understand like 
what they're actually going through. So uh, all I do is that uh, as long as the workplace is going fine, I'm trying to give them the opportunity to do whatever they want. You can like have your inputs in terms of your like your creative. I appreciate your creative and things like that. Uh, definitely, I pay decent. I think I'm I'm paying decent as compared to so many FMB out there. So Ooh, I, I, yes. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, I always try my best to provide them whatever they want. Uh, but. Being being boss. being able being able to define good or not, I mm-hmm. I don't think I has a saying on that lah. So it, it will be up to the people who work for me and then vote in the yeah, comments yeah. below. Is Chester? I a don't good boss? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no. Tiwi, you have any questions? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so this also. <laughs> you saw it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Don't need to ask. Ready? Answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, ask. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, this is for Chester. Okay. Okay. So, uh, from what you, uh, from all your answers, I can see that you are really passionate about what you're doing. Okay. Okay. And okay. So, giving it. Okay. Mm. If I would let you choose to mm. be whatever you're to be, okay. I mean, like you can restart your whole career again, and you cannot choose to be whatever you're doing right now. What career path would you would love to try to embark on? Mm. Yeah. Whoa. Definitely, I would love to be a KOL. Eh. Mm. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. True, you know. True. You know. Uh, one thing about me is that I, I, I really like to, uh, be talking. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not good at that. You know. But then I, I really enjoy like talking in front of like, uh, cameras or anything related to that. That's why I think staying relevant is something that I always like uh opt for. But again, because I get like super. Uh, okay, I used to be. I used to go up to the stage right for like the choir. Uh, there was like a choir uh, show and I used to be like the sub MC to go up to walk up to the stage and then give like you know a bit of like MC things uh. oh. oh my god I just walk up there and I fuck it up so bad I just go up and you I got you still have clips of that? I, uh, no way eh. I didn't actually <laughs> I didn't actually record I think, it I think you're an MC material no no yeah, no no, no. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm uh, actually an MC material because I don't think I know how to put words and articulate like in a very beautiful manner but then I think you know, talk. I I can do podcasts lah. That's why I owning a podcast. Yeah, right? because Chester can talk it, shit. You know, it, whenever yeah, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. out, right, you will definitely hear his sound everywhere. You know, there there won't be a silent moments when there's like but, Chester in the room. But also, um, unless he's looking at the phone, you know, he's still <laughs> texting. He's still talking. No, no, no. <laughs> but also, like to be like say like if you ask me if I can restart my career, to be the KOL is not really so much about like uh, again the fame or like the lights and stuff like that. But of course, like. About the money, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think whatever you do, it's all about the money. It's, not about it, it's fame. a factors. It's a factors. No, okay. it's it's that because I felt like uh growing up, I do enjoy attention. Yeah. Oh. I think that's like people who doesn't really like attention, you know. And yeah. then I'm like that. This one motherfucker, I just wanna, you know, I just wanted attention from like people. Um. So I think like that's like one of the things that I would like to pursue. Uh. But right. then, but then we're not living in a perfect world, so I guess yeah, that's, so mm, yeah, that's why I'm running great. a business right now. You love attention, okay? Correct. So there's why like recently he got a tattoo and it's like a huge <laughs> one on his arm. He's like, this is his first tattoo, <laughs> but he this? did it like so big. Then I was like, I was like asking him like, whoa, what's in your mind, man? While you like, then he mentioned that it's either go big yeah, or go big, home. We, we can put a picture here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, definitely. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I want to ask about your tattoo. What does that mean? Okay, talking about tattoos, right? I have always wanted to get a tattoo. 
uh, know why just because I think again it's something that catch attention see I'm see a, a now it explain yeah. I'm, I'm an attention whore okay so basically uh, I have always wanted to get a tattoo oh but also I wanted to say this a lot of people wanted to get uh, tattoos right but they are so afraid to get it because uh, it's going to be permanent and then it's going to be there forever but uh, what I see and like what I what, what's my take on like tattoos is like it basically uh, it writes it, it writes down about like certain uh, certain time frame of your life onto your onto your body so it's not gonna be like a forever like you might get bought out of the tattoos and stuff like that but then it's just really when you look back at it and then whatever you see it's the memories la. so basically uh, I had this tattoo because I just thought like uh, it sums up like my 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 first quarter of my life la. basically I'm 25 right so it's like a quarter life crisis kind of thing la. and okay basically uh, if you so look at it we can expect the next tattoo gonna be like maybe 50 <laughs> years old <laughs> <laughs> you explain well, like the drawing okay yeah. so if you look at it right um it's basically uh obviously the first thing you see i think everybody will see the kombucha bottle la, okay yeah, i think kombucha yeah. it's something that actually turned my life around where i used to be something uh, i mean i used to be a someone that do a regular job and then i just go there and work and then um you know okay i was a barista la, and then until i i realized chesty so Chesty is the time where I actually started doing business. I sell kombucha for people. So that's why it I, I felt like it plays a very important role in in my life, lah. Okay. So obviously and it's that's not so important anymore because where's my sub? I mean, okay, okay, we'll talk about it later. Okay, I'm so, gonna send me my <laughs> So okay, so here's the kombucha bottle. And then obviously you see there's like shops down there. So basically uh it's Scoby. So so the logo I actually designed myself la, Okay, yeah, you know really I, I am a, actually a designer, but I'm using Canva. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I actually designed the own logo like um three days before I actually no not three days la, a month la. Okay, obviously I do the sign, but a month before I actually uh, open up my cafe, so it's okay to be permanent on my on my hand. Mm. So it's a chop, and then uh if you can see it's actually second floor. Second floor is empty because it's something that I will actually expand or embark on in the future nice. but it has nothing right now because technically my shop it's only one floor la, okay mm. but it's empty basically it means it's open up for anything in it might not be a cafe or anything like that okay mm. so oh uh the whole the whole picture it's uh isometric basically yeah um so uh you get a, a a thing and then you got a lot of like details inside so okay it's basically like a shop and then obviously i got a uh, pot mic here okay as like the electric thingy and then um, aircon has not much meaning. <laughs> it's just aircon there. <laughs> because you get hot. I, <laughs> I got a I got a fridge as well. Okay, mm. it's just like some cute details. Okay, this yeah. is actually the coffee tree. Okay, right. so it's coffee tree, mm. and uh, here I got coffee cherries as well. So that's like the cherry before it turns into coffee beans. Mm. Right, okay, so uh, initially my artist uh, nice. shout out shout out to Care Bear. My artist actually did like two clouds for me, but then I told her like I wanted a sun because, uh, uh, it I think it's my 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 singer to be bright lah. Okay, but also I wanted the the clouds and the rain there, to be fair because I felt like on twenty twenty I was working a full time barista and then COVID hits. I just felt like things just changed so drastic. Like you can have like a sunny day and then out of the sudden it just got it just start raining. So that's how I got the sun and cloud and it's raining. It doesn't have to make sense, but 
it makes sense to me lah. Hmm. Okay. And then <laughs> basically, nice that's nature. pretty much about yeah. the art. And one thing I wanted to emphasize on is that making tattoo it's extremely fucking pain. Like, I don't know like about people. People doing a lot of tattoos, right? Nobody talk about like the pain they are actually how's, enduring. How's your pain tolerance like? Yeah. Do you like scared of? I don't know. I felt like I have a good tolerance, but this is intensive. Like I just lie there how for long? five hours Whoa. to actually. Do it, these tattoos? It's separate session, right? The color no, and everything. No, I did it's it in one, one session. Wow! Like I literally did it in one session because, right. uh, yeah, in one session. Uh. So basically, I think like coloring it's the most okay. So I we have like outlines. Basically, you 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 do the stencil and then you do the outlines. I think outlines are still good because like your hands are still fresh. So when it pokes it in, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Then after that, like um. Shading. Fill, the filling is painful. The 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 shading, the shading, it's okay. Also, because that's when you did your outline, and then they put like a numbing cream on it, so it numbs your hand for a bit, lah, for sh- uh the shadows, lah, mm-hmm. shadings, and then uh the real the the real pain comes when you feel in the colors, lah. Oh my God. The yeah, the colors is like you poke it in, you poke it in, and then you pull. It's it's crazy. It's like literally you having like. Um, the the needles going in and then pull inside your hand that that kind of thing and then like after three four hours your hand is literally numb already like like you know as compared to a fresh hand it's so painful but I mean well it's all worth it yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, nice yeah, yeah. yeah it's yolo a nice yolo piece. shout out shout out to Care Bear again Care Bear <laughs> yeah so that's how the tattoos comes in uh, and yeah why oh, is it such a big figure. That inspired me to actually get my first tattoo. I always wanted to get a tattoo and now I'm 30 years old. Right. Because I'm a person that gets bored easily. Mm. And yeah, uh, that's what that's what I think at first bear as well. Because I always thought of like, wow, what if I do really I don't like 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 few years later. But then I just felt like, wow, I'm actually it's a it's a it's a tie, like I grow older like er- every day and then if I don't do it then I'll be too old for it already. Um. Then I'm. I'm like. Okay. Then I have the mindset. Like basically, whatever I draw for, for for on my hand for like this particular time. As long as I'm happy as the moment is done, then it's worth it. Really. Worth yeah. It. That's and right. then we got so much skin. Like you know, everywhere you can yeah. do tattoos on your face. As Never well. too late to get a tattoo. Yeah. I can do it in the cheek. Uh, the the butt cheek first. <laughs> 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 so I can't see it. I can't see it, and then you know I won't feel bored about it. Ah uh, yeah. If you cannot see it's it, it's mainly for my partner. <laughs> <to see. laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. So I think mm, okay, that mm-hmm. sums up like what it is really to be like uh, a founder of like a creative studio agency. And then yeah. Okay, well, uh thanks for thanks for listening if you're still here like um almost an hour. Thanks uh, for inviting us to our first ever podcast. All right, right. Root, <laughs> this is this is the podcast Root for Ya Pod. Root right. for Ya. Okay, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Okay? <laughs>